continue working on your project or open the file named cityblocksbuildingspattern.max that you were introduced to in the last movie. The scene shows the same familiar three city blocks. This time, you can see a variety of baked low-poly buildings that were created with Building Maker as scattered around the scene. In this case, the scattering was all manual. One could arguably use scatter methods that 3ds Max provides. One such way would be to use the object paint method from the ribbon. Another would be to use a P-flow particle system to scatter buildings as particles over a terrain. While the above methods are certainly valid, they do limit your control, such as choosing which particular building goes where. Sometimes it is easier to simply place a building in this rifle spot using regular transform tools. More generic looking buildings can then easily be duplicated using regular cloning methods such as Shift-Move. Once the buildings are in place, you would also want to hierarchically link them to their respective city blocks. This would ensure that relocation of a city block also relocates its assigned buildings. In this case, the easiest way would be to select the city block in its entirety and then removing the streets and building lost surface using Alt. From that point on, you simply use the Link tool to create a hierarchy. Let's take a quick look at PolyCount as it stands right now. 3ds Max offers you the possibility to check for scene's total poly count by using the 7 hotkey. A yellow statistics overlay appears, telling you this scene currently has about 370,000 polygons. This seems excessive for what you see in the viewport. Certainly, the street surfaces and buildings should account for a much smaller number given their topology and level of detail. However, you need to remember that there's a fair amount of urban design components hidden from view at this time. These are responsible for the high poly count given their sheer number. Still, if you need to check poly count on individual selections, here's what you do. Click the realistic label in the viewport and choose Configure. Set the Statistics tab to use the Total Plus Selection option and click OK. As you select one or more objects, you now get the total count as before, but you also get the selection poly and vertex count. You can see in this case that the buildings and the street levels without the UDC objects are only about 10,000 polys. You also get statistics about your viewport performance in the ways of a frames per second count. If you want to dismiss the statistics overlay, simply press 7 again. I'll leave it enabled for now. Next, you create an area of 9 city blocks in a 3x3 pattern. Leave the left city block in place, but relocate the other two so that they stand on both sides. Given that all city blocks are 300 by 300 meters in size, use that information in the transform type bins. This means relocating one city block to minus 300 meters in X, and the other to 300 meters in X. Next, you are ready to duplicate them. Well, almost, because although relocating the ground planes relocate the children objects, duplicating requires a broader selection of both parents and children. For that, you first need to make the UDC objects visible. From the Unhide by Name dialog, 
Type UDC in the search box and select all urban design components. Now that the UDC objects are in view, you may notice a significant drop in viewport performance. That's okay. We'll hide these objects again soon enough. For now, you need three copies of each city block to create a 3x3 grid. Select the city block and all its children simply by double-clicking an empty spot on any building lot. Use Shift-Move to create a copy anywhere. Now select the new city block surface and use transform type-ins to relocate it elsewhere. In this example, I'll use X0 and Y minus 300. Repeat the process again to have a total of three copies for each city block. Scramble them a little bit so that no two city blocks of the same type are sitting side by side. Remember to select all components to create duplicates, but only the city block surface when relocating. Once that's done, hide the UDC objects from view again. If you don't, performance is likely to take a hit now that you have more than 1 million polygons in the scene. Not bad, but it can use more variation. A look from top shows a predictable repetitive pattern. If city blocks were to be randomly rotated by increments of 90 degrees, the pattern would be broken and appear more irregular. Go to the top view and while you're at it, hide the buildings too. It will simply make things easier to see. To hide the buildings, use the same technique you used with the UDC objects before. This time though, search for the baked prefix to select all the buildings in the scene. At this point, you can certainly rotate the city blocks manually to create an irregular pattern it is easy enough with just 9 blocks. If you had more than 9, you could also write a little script to help you out. Open the MaxScript listener window and type the following. For i in 1 to selection dot count do open parentheses. On an indented second line type obj equals selection open square bracket i close square bracket. Basically, these two lines of code take the current selection and assign it to a variable named obj. On a new indented line, type random rotation equal random 0, 3. This line adds a variable named random rotation, which can have the values 0, 1, 2, or 3. On one more indented line, type rotate obj open parentheses, Euler angles, 0, 0, open parentheses, random rotation, star, 90, close parentheses, close parentheses. Basically, this line is where it all happens. The command rotate acts on the variable object, which is assigned to the current selection. It rotates the selected object using Euler angles of 0 in x, 0 in Y, 
and 90 degrees multiplied by either 0, 1, 2, or 3, assigned randomly in Z. This gives you random rotations of 0, 90, 180, or 270 degrees in Z on selected objects. Finally, add a final line and close the parentheses to finish off the script. Right-click the main menu blank area and call back the toolbar you created earlier and that you named My Building Tools. Select the new script you've written and drag it to the toolbar. Give it a name if you want. And close the listener window when done. To test it out, select the nine city blocks and hit the new button. Click away to randomize the rotations until you get a pattern you like. If you want, you can even unhide the buildings and still have a go at rotating the city blocks. Save your file. Ultimately, you may elect to rearrange buildings after the fact. The scene named City Blocks Buildings Cam.max, for example, has a concentration of high-rise buildings near the center. You'll use the scene next to animate a camera before you liven up the mood by adding animated people using the Populate tool. This will be a nice wrap-up to this long tutorial series.